Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs, you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before. So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hello, Wild Femmes. Welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. Today, we're going to talk about something that I feel is going to resonate with a lot of you. We're speaking to those of you who might have a little idea or an inkling or a desire, a thought, a dream to start something of your own. You know, maybe you're at this place where you've been wondering what it feels like to work for yourself or to be creative in your career or to step out of the typical nine to five workforce or to quit the job that it really isn't lighting you up anymore. And I know that there are so many of you out there nodding, being like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, 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 God, I want that for myself. And really just questioning how, how do I do that? How do I begin? Where do I begin? What do I invest? Do I go back to school? 
And I hear those questions and I feel them and both Jack and I have been there. And I think today we just wanted to connect with you and reach out to you and to begin to give you a little bit of insight into what the journey looks like and where to begin and how to really get the ball rolling to turn your idea into an empire. Mm, I'm so excited to dive into this topic today because I think that this is meeting people at very different stages. Like I know that we are talking here to people that are like, maybe still working in that nine to five and ready to take off on that idea that they don't even really know what it looks like yet. You know, they just had that little nudge or that intuitive hit or that desire, like you've said. And then also, I think there's a lot of women in our community who are just at this, well, I know because they've told us, you know, that are at this place where they're like, oh, I've been running my own business, but something bigger feels like it's coming. Or I have this idea to pivot, to shift. And they just be like, okay, where do you go when you have this like new idea, when you feel this nudge, but you're not even yeah, sure how to take that next step? Or what that step even is. But it's like that getting stifled by the how, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have the skill for that yet. Or what is the first strategic move I should make? Or what will people think as soon as I share this? And I think the thing that comes along with that is, you know, what will people think as soon as I share this? Well, then that thought or that fear is accompanied by this perception that we have to have it all figured out before we begin, right? We have to have it all figured out before we even hit go, before we give the idea a chance to mm, breathe or take form or to even land on paper, right? Oh man, I'm thinking like of our journey. I'm like, definitely feel like we... definitely hasn't been a journey of having it figured out then taking action it's like okay hit with the inspiration following like again you know those sacral uh uh-huhs that hell yes feeling following the desire the nudges and then figuring it out as we go along figuring it out evaluating what's working what's not working what feels good Mm -hmm. right i mean what's lighting me up so i had this really interesting conversation this morning actually with a one-to-one client and One of the perceptions, it's a man, you guys, which is really crazy because he's the only man I've ever coached and I love him so much. But it's funny because I'm going to use him as an example and it's a he. And I feel like everyone's going to be like, what? You're talking about a man? (laughs) But he said to me, I have been trying to create an Instagram audience based on what they want. I've been trying to create offers based on what what they want. I've been trying to create ideas and pricing based on what I think they want. And you know, the the most common misconception when people begin creating a business out of an idea is that they take this idea and they have to transmute it and transform it into something that fits into this thing that everybody else wants, right? And so much of our creativity, so many of our gifts, so much of our medicine, so much of our light and truth gets lost in translation when we try and take this idea we have and morph it into something that we think other people want. Things that we think other people want to consume, digest, read, purchase, share, right? And the thing that makes your idea so spectacular and so needed is that people may not even know that they need it yet. So how could you possibly create something 
if people don't even know they need it. They haven't met you. They haven't heard you. They haven't read your words, right? People are just out there waiting for you to show up and to share and to create in your way, right? They don't need another plain white mug, right? They want the mug that's like this crazy earthy color with the speckles and the blue handle and your signature on the bottom, the mug that they've never seen before, right? Man, as you said that, I literally felt this like crushing weight on my chest. Like I feel like it hit into my soul thinking of all the people out there with these ideas that are soul, soul, soul led, (laughs) so soul led, you know, this creative inspiration. And then it gets like trampled on because all of a sudden these doubts, these questioning, this questioning comes in. Oh, is that what people want? Will they like it? Should I change it? All these things. And I think of like the magic that's not out there in the world because of people that have not shared their true gifts, their true art, like creativity, their, you know, their artistic designs, their voice, like all of it, just trying to fit into a box that they think other people want. Well, yeah. And I think we share this example all the time, but you know, this would be the same thing as someone who wants to write a book saying, oh no, I'm not going to write a book because someone's already done that, right? It would be a pretty empty library if one person wasn't willing to write a book after another person wrote a book after another, after another, right? It would be a pretty empty bookshelf if there was only one book on the shelf because every single author after that thought they weren't worthy of writing the book because the book was already written, right? So where do you think people start or where, you know, when someone's like, yeah, I have this idea. What is step one? Step one is just beginning, right? I think so many people carry this misconception that they have to have accreditation, a degree, a diploma, some sort of certification, some sort of permission or letters after their name that are going to be the, you know, the certificate or the moment that they finally believe that they're ready. And what I know to be true after working with thousands of female entrepreneurs is that even after you get that certificate, that fear is still going to be there, right? You're still going to think you're not ready. You're still going to think your website is not perfect long after it's complete. You're still going to feel like no one wants to pay you even after you've got you know, your first sold out program or your first clients, or you've sold out of your first mug collection, right? There's, there's never going to be this moment where you really truly feel, oh, right now is the moment that I'm finally fucking ready. Like you are going to wait your entire life for that feeling. And, and the only way to get past it is to begin. It's just to begin and it's not going to be perfect. And you're going to wish it was different and you're going to reread it 500 times and you're going to wish that you had designed the layout differently or that the packaging was different. Trust me, this is all going to happen. And the thing that makes it or the thing that the reason that I know this is because it happens every time to all of us, right? It's a process of evolution. It's a process of growth right? You do, and then you extract the lesson and you do it again. And then you extract the lesson and you do it again. And you extract the lesson and you do it again. So for the person who's like, okay, I have this idea, like, where do I start? Honestly, I don't have the answer for, I mean, I do, if you want to call me, 
hop on on a one-to-one call, then I have the answer for you. But for everyone, commonly, the answer is to just start where you are, to stop giving yourself excuses, no matter how real those excuses feel. Yeah, that's where I feel like so many clients come to us where they they're like they've been stopped in their tracks before they even start for so long you know and they'll be like okay I've been having this idea I've been like brewing on it for months for years but every time I go to like take that step the fear voice kicks in or the self-doubt kicks in or the idea like you said there Rob like who am I to do this I don't have this like certification or you know I just created this beautiful piece of jewelry but I've never sold jewelry before so like how can I just show up and start selling jewelry and asking people to buy things and asking people to pay me so there's just this like this place where we get stuck and then once you like put your thing out there for the first time once you you know tell people what you're doing for the first time you just like get the wheels in motion you start creating that momentum Momentum is such an amazing word. It always makes me think of Jess, one of our beautiful loves in our community. Momentum. Um, and like the thing that comes up for me with that is that you, and I know you're going to resonate with this, Jack, because it's like with the momentum also come this onslaught of a whole new set of limiting beliefs of fears, right? That come with, or or that come as the aftermath of putting yourself out there vulnerably for the first time as someone who is going for it, right? And, And this is the thing, like anyone who is willing to be vulnerable online, anyone who is willing to share an idea, and an idea is a piece of who you are, right? I think sometimes even an idea can seem calculated, right? Oh, it's just an idea for now. But when someone takes that idea and puts it out into the world to face judgment, to face criticism, to face opinions and feedback, all of a sudden this idea is so much more than a thought, right? It's this piece of you that is exposed and that's open, right? And when we open ourselves up by sharing these ideas, these pieces of our truth, we also open ourselves up to all of these other things. And when we are open, I mean, someone who's not familiar with the practice of being open, it can feel really scary. Oh, as you're saying that there, I'm like, oh, so what is, what is the actual first step going from idea to empire? And I'm like, oh, to actually be willing to go for it, even though you know that you're going to be judged, you know, be really willing to move past the fear of judgment. Because the truth is every time we put ourselves out there, out there in a new way, that fear is going to come back in. There's going to be, you know, what's my sister going to think? What's my best friend going to think? What's my, my girlfriend from high school going to think? And maybe not all the time, but at some point I feel like there's, there's, every time we're putting ourselves out there in a new way, there's this fear of judgment that comes in and to really go for it. It's being able to like move through that. It's being able to walk with that fear. It's being able to not just pretend it doesn't exist, but to actually like look at it and be willing to do the thing anyways. Time and time and time and time and time again, because here's the other thing I was speaking with another client about this morning. I love how these conversations always just seem so like perfectly timed, you know, was 
we have this idea that once we get to this certain place or once we achieve something, you know, once I hit 20K months or once I have a, once I sell out a program or once my partner can quit his job or once I can quit my job, you know, we have this idea that once we get to this point, then we're going to make it right. Then we'll be there. And what we learn as we go and grow through this process of creating empires from a single idea is that at every single step of the way, we are asked and invited by the universe to expand further, deeper, more into our next selves, right? Into our next level selves. And so we think that we're going to get to this one stage and that then it's everything is going to be good. Then I'll be confident. Then I'll be strong. Then I'll be worthy. Then people will love me. Then I'll get the book deal. Then I'll be successful. Right. But the truth is by the time you achieve the thing you're desiring right now, you're going to have another desire, right? There's going to be something else that you want to reach for. There's going to be another idea that has stemmed from this idea because an empire is not just one idea. It's not just one product. It's a collection of products. It's an entire store of products. It's a website of offerings. It's in, you know what I mean? It's kind of like getting married. Like you think, oh, I'm just going to get married and we're so good. And then you have a birthday and then you have a kid and then you buy a house and then a decade goes by and you're like, well, who are you? And <laughs> what, what happened here? And like, that is serious. Like, as we're talking, I'm like, you commit to your idea and yes, your idea changes just like your partner does. And like, yes, the way you operate within your idea changes just like your life does. Right. But it's this like commitment to evolve with it and to grow with it and to move with it no matter what. Oh my gosh. I got to tell you, I was like, I do not know where she's going to go with this. And now I'm over here like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Honestly, for a minute, I was like, this might make, I have no idea if this is going to make sense. But for me in that moment, it made so much sense, but it's true. Right. If, I mean, if I look at the history of our business, it's like that thing that you're just not willing to give up on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what nailed it for me when you said that it's this thing that you commit to and it changes and it looks different and it grows and evolves and you're willing to like go through all of it. You're willing to risk the failure. You're willing to, you know, look stupid. You're willing for things to not work at some point. You're willing to go for it no matter what, for however long it takes. For however long it takes. This is the one difference between women we see quote unquote for lack of better words in this moment make it versus those who quit to go with it to move with it to pivot to adjust to invest in it no matter what well this was a big shift for one of our one-to-one clients that I had a call with last week where she was like hey how like how long is it going to take And I'm like, oh my gosh, we hear this question all the time. How long is it going to take? And my response is always like, does it matter? Like, does it matter? Are you all in no matter what? Are you all in as long as it takes? Or are you putting limits here? Are you like, oh, I'm all in as long as nobody's judging me, as long as it's easy, as long as I get a big paycheck, you know, one month in, like where are these limits that we're placing on ourselves? And this is an invitation that we have time and time again, right? Like at every single one of those checkpoints that I was talking about to check in with ourselves, 
right? Mm -hmm. Every time we hit that, and this is the woman that we, you know, so often are talking to in our own business is like, where, what's the limit you're placing on yourself now? Because what we know to be true about ourselves, what we learn to be true about ourselves when we expand our consciousness is that we are limitless beings, right? We live in a limitless universe, which means we are limitless. So as soon as we remove our own limitations, as soon as we remove our own blocks, that which we desire is literally right there. It's like, all you need to do is like lift the curtain and it's there. But until you allow yourself to shift, to evolve, to, to be there, to walk towards it and to, to like climb over, to jump over the hurdles that are standing between you and it, you and your desire, you and your success, you and your abundance in this moment, you can't touch it right? You can't reach it. So it's all those things that you're either willing or not willing to do in between you and your desired success as the fruition of this like incredible idea that need to be moved. It's those things that you need to be willing to look at. And I liked where you said there too, that idea of like constantly coming back and checking in, in with yourself, right? That you can check in and you can pivot and you can change direction and that might even look like going backwards sideways sometimes but you do keep going you're still all in and this came up on one of our wealthy mind calls recently I was actually just chatting about human design and one of the women on the call was thinking about bringing it into her business and as we were talking about it then one of the other women the next day we had a one-to-one call and she was like oh she's like what you said like totally lit up my sacral I was like, hell yes, I'm in. So she signed up to work with the human design program I have coming up to bring human design in your business. And she's like, and then as soon as I told my best friend, she was like, well, this doesn't make sense. You're going to lead something that's like, you think you can like figure out this information about me just by my birthday? Like, really? Does that make sense for you? This kind of sounds stupid. And so then it was like this choice where she was like, then I had to check back in. I was like, Cause that felt like defeating as I'm just getting my business off the ground and my, my best friends, like, you know, I don't really buy into this. And she's like, but once I checked back in with myself, I was like, Oh yeah, I got lit up by the idea when Jack wasn't even talking to me about the idea. And then I sat on it and then I was still a yes. Is this like here just to test me? Is am I going to allow this to, you know, derail my idea and my excitement that I have for something just because somebody else doesn't get it right now. And then that led into our conversation about one, not everybody's supposed to get what you're doing. And some people just might not get it right now. Her best friend might get it in one month, three months, three years when she sees how it's impacting this woman's business and her own life. Mm. And honestly, like the last sentence is just standing out so much in that story is that we get to see how much our business impacts other people's lives when we allow it to, when we take the action, right? When we believe in it, when we trust our gut, when we don't let our mind hold us up and keep us stuck, right? When we just go with the intuitive idea, right? And like this well, is the thing is that all ideas are intuitive, right? They all come from this creative essence, well, this client too, I think I'm like, oh, I think she has the most fabulous idea. I'm just like, as she talks it, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. So many people need this. People are going to love this. Like, this is where you shine. And I think, wow, imagine if that just got shut down in one instant because somebody whose opinion you, you actually really value was like, I don't, uh-uh, 
And how many times does that happen to us in our lives where one person who we give so much of our power to can say, "Uh uh-uh, that's not a good idea and disagree with it or shut it down or not even listen, you know, like not even listen. Like how many people are idea generators are like, Ooh, and then we could do this. And then we could do this. Ooh, let's go do this. Right. I know so many beautiful dreamers and they get to this point in their lives where people have just been listening for so long that people don't even listen to their ideas anymore. You know, Mm. I think I was one of those people. (laughs) I think now I've like acted on so many of my ideas and made so much of my ideas that they're more heavily weighted in my household, you know, but for a while it was definitely like, okay, Robin, like, here we go again. You know, like, what are we going to do next? And this is such a many gen trait too right? Like, okay, here she goes dipping her hand in another pot of honey. Like what's she going to come up with next? Right. And if we're not careful, if we don't believe in ourselves, then that, that judgment gets weighted more than our belief in ourselves. And I believe this happens to so many people that like, you know, we put our ideas out there and we want people to love them. We want people to fuel them and to be like, oh my God, that's the best idea ever. We want them to meet and match our excitement. And when they don't, we think, oh, well, that must be a bad idea. Or, oh, they don't get it. Right. And I read this quote not too long ago. I think it was yesterday. <laughs> and the, the quote was like, it was like three things to remember about your vision. And the only one I remember was this. It's your vision, not theirs. They don't need to get it. Right. They don't need to believe in it. And so many women in our communities come to us and they're like, I think I want to do this. I have this idea, but I don't have a vision. And like what we actually realize through our work together is that no, 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 like you have a very crystal clear vision. It's just layered in a whole bunch of opinions and shit and disbeliefs and constructs and like conditioned beliefs about who you're supposed to be. You have a vision for yourself. You have a vision for this idea, right? You're just not allowing yourself to see it to believe it, to act on it. And why are you not willing to act on it? Like we think, I think it's so often we think it's because we don't know how when it's really like, again, all those fears that are coming in. Mm. Because when we remove the fears, when we remove the blocks, then the path gets cleared, right? You know, it's like there's these like boulders in our way right now. We can't see what's beyond it. But if we're like, oh, I'm willing to like, move this boulder to the side I'm willing and it's heavy and it's hard and it means facing some ugly shit but like I'm willing to do that and I'm willing to do it again and I'm willing to do it again that all of a sudden you're and this is like you know when I say like momentum in the beginning the first time you do it is like the hardest you know the first time you share your idea the first time you really work through a block that you have the first time that you introduce yourself differently you know that you tell somebody you do something different like all of that like the first time you do it and then you do it again and again and again and then it becomes so natural Mm -hmm. that's the thing right and and this I love this Jack because like this goes for everything right failures the more you fail the easier it gets like I don't I hardly blink at failures now you know I was thinking that when you were talking about like the offers and like how generate like we I don't think anyone would argue that we do not generate a ton of offers like our ideas you guys come through so intuitively and some of these are like and then this and this and this and the thing is is that we typically put 
them all or most of them out there when they feel aligned with us because we're like like we don't know who needs this but we're our job is to like get this out and get the message out do you think that we have offers that flop like hell yeah hell or yeah that end- have ideas <laughs> that like one day we're like oh my god this is incredible and the next day we're like oh uh-uh like nope not pull- like not even gonna try but here's the thing about those ideas is that in a year from now we may come up with a brilliant idea and be like oh yeah didn't we think of this like a year ago Right. And, and now we know, like, I don't know. I feel like you, you, after a while, like after you begin to act on, on idea after idea, after idea, you begin to develop this sense of knowing or intuition and this like energy check almost where you're able to look at the idea and say, are you an energetic match for me right now? Right. Do I have the capacity to hold you? Do I have the desire to act on you? Right. And when we when we're able and willing to ask these questions, then it becomes a conscious choice whether to act on that idea or not. It's no longer lazy. It's no longer like taking the easy path. It's no longer resistance. It's like this conscious not right now. Right. And I believe that those ideas get to come back to us. Right. I believe that they get to come back in at a time like so many women like, oh, I'm ready to write a book, but just not right now. Like I want to write a book. It's just not the time yet. Does that mean that they're never going to write the book? No, it means they don't have the capacity to write a book right now, right? Oh, a thousand percent. But then I think this is where we make that mean something, right? Like, oh, if it's not right now, then that means it's never. And that's where that question, you know, like, I'm here for however long it takes, however long it takes for like that, that inspiration to come through for me to start writing, however long it takes for me to find the offer that's really like fully aligned with me and aligned with my soul clients. Like, and I'm, and I'm just willing to keep going. I'm willing, like I I have the vision and I use that as my guide is that there's the bigger vision versus like getting stuck in each and each moment in each like failure in each, like you're willing to move through all that. And that you just know, you know, that that's all part of the journey. Mm. Yeah. And what I love about this, like going, you know, coming kind of full circle back to the beginning of this is that if you're standing there, you know, imagine you're just a woman standing there. Maybe you're on the beach, maybe you're in the woods, maybe you're just sitting in your bed, listening to this podcast on a Thursday night, (laughs) but wherever you are, if you can imagine you're a woman standing there with an idea and a desire right? And a desire to do something with this idea, to turn this idea into something. And there's two ways we can choose to look at this idea. We can choose to look at this idea as a possibility, or we can choose to look at this idea as a disappointment, right? And when we're standing there looking at this idea, it's this language in the beginning that has such a giant impact on what happens to this idea. If I'm going to choose to look at this idea as a disappointment before I've started, there's a really good likelihood, a really good chance that I'm not going to be able to convince myself to act on a disappointment. Why would I? Why would I act on a disappointment? Why would I put my ego on the line? Why would I put my money on the line? Why would I put my heart on the line, my relationships, my job? Why would I put all of that on the line to risk it for a disappointment, right? But 
if I look at this idea and I'm standing there and I'm holding it in my hands and I'm looking at this idea as a possibility, as something that could change the world, as something that could have a positive impact, as something that could create a legacy for my lifetime, something that could build limitless wealth for my family, something that could free me from the job that really drains me, then it's way more likely that I'm going to be willing to take that first step. It's way more likely that I'm going to be willing to do whatever it takes for that idea that's full of possibility. That brought me back to this remembering of when I was first getting started online and there was, you know, there's this idea. And while there was this bigger vision to impact millions of women and to be on Oprah's couch and all the things, I remember that feeling for me was like, what if this impacts one person? What if this changes one person's life? Does that make it worth it for me? And my answer was yes. And then once I saw it really impact one person's life, my sister and change her life, I was like, what if it gets to impact more? What if she gets to impact one person's more? And I really then started to see the ripple effect, but I started off with this idea and this belief and this thought of what if me putting myself out there, me moving through all this, me facing the rejection, the fears, the judgment, all of this, what if it helps just one person? Yeah. And I love that because often the pressure we put on our ideas to be something so exponential causes inaction, right? Mm -hmm. The pressure prevents us from acting because we want it to be so big that how could this one small action make a difference at all, right? So we actually don't take any actions. We just don't move, right? Because the pressure to create this big, huge, multi-million dollar Oprah Winfrey worthy idea is just too big, right? But what if you take the pressure off, right? What if one action just gets to lead to the next and to the next and to the next? And that was the thing, right? I still had that vision. I still had the desire to create the empire, but I was able to like bring it down. I was able to bring it down to something that I felt like I can do this today. I can take this step today. Mm. I love this so much. So you guys, if you're listening and you have an idea, if you're listening and there's something you want to act on, come join us in the Wild Femmes Facebook group. There's lots of inspiration. There's lots of resources for beginners, for people who are years in, for people who are decades into developing these ideas, to pushing their own limits, to really learning and being willing to, to move with it to shake it up a bit, to expand into their idea and to act on it, right? Come join us inside that community. We have got a 10-day social media challenge kicking off today. If you're listening to this podcast later down the line, then don't worry. You can still tap into that magic. It will all be saved there. We want to give you the tools to begin. We want to give you the tools to continue to grow, to expand and to rise. We love you. If this podcast resonated with you, if there's someone in your community who has a beautiful idea and you know they need this nudge, please share it with them. We love you so much. We cannot wait to see your idea come to life and to share it too. Love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. 
So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there and we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community, you can tag the Fem Podcast on Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life, to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire and choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like, $11, 33 or $77 for the entire month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark Oh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.